Every day of our lives is spent in the built environment. We live in homes and apartments, drive on roads, get gas from pipelines, go to work in buildings, make purchases in stores and restaurants. We rely on factories, plants, doctor's offices, and hospitals for our basic human needs. And while our world continues to shift and grow and change, the development and delivery of the built environment has fallen dramatically behind. Welcome to The Built Revolution. We're here to engage the leaders, visionaries, and innovators who are revolutionizing the built environment. This podcast is brought to you by Continuum Advisory Group and the Construction Industry Institute. Hello, and welcome to the Built Revolution podcast. We're recording episode three uh, with Noe Sines, uh, country manager, Burns and Mack, uh, and he's leading an initiative called CPX that seeks to transform the industry through people. Uh, we're very excited to have Noe and uh, would like to, to give you the opportunity now, Noe, to give us a little background on yourself. Uh, you know, where, where are you from? What are, how long have you been in the industry? Well, Clark, thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. And as a way of introduction, uh, I have been in the industry for almost 20 years, maybe 19. I'm still young, I think. <laughs> and I've been in the EPC industry all of my professional career. I'm a civil engineer. I'm originally from Mexico, and I ended up here in in the U.S. Uh, by coincidence, and I can talk about that some other time, but it was a great opportunity <laughs> that I was given to come here, and um, I, it wasn't really something that I wanted to do, but I, I was here. I'm so grateful, uh, and um, always in the engineering construction industry as a contractor, only one year I was able to act as an owner, which was great experience. I started in the automotive industry, then I transitioned into the oil and gas seven years later, and then into the petrochemicals industry a few years later, and now I'm in the power industry. So very diverse and uh, very uh, rewarding career, if I may add. Fantastic. So you've had an opportunity to see the industry from a lot of different perspectives and different vertical markets, it sounds like. That is correct. And and that has been uh, very rewarding. And because of that, I can bring different perspectives to the table. And to be, to be frank, I started in project management, even as a civil engineer, I never really did designs. I always gravitated to project controls, construction management, project management. I'm a PMP certified by PMI. I wanted to do that. But then one day somebody uh, suggested, hey, why don't you go into sales? And I was insulted. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I need to be in sales? I, I, I'm going to be a project manager and do great projects. And, and, and he explained what it meant to be in, in sales. And I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And from there, I realized that it was, I was working. Uh, it didn't feel like working. I was getting paid to do just meet people and bring solutions to customers. It was great. So from there, I, I began a sales career, business development career. And until recently, I, became, uh, I, I was asked to, to start helping develop markets for Burns and McDonald. And now I'm running the operation for one of our newest markets in Mexico. So it's very diverse and I, I kind of like it that way. That's fantastic. So, so you, you, the what in terms of what you've been doing is, is uh, very diverse, broad in the industry, uh, great experience. So I referenced CPX earlier as uh, an initiative that seeks to transform the industry through people. Uh, and we're going to get to to that definition a, a little bit uh, further down the line. But maybe you could share with us a little bit about 
why you do what you do and what, what really drives you as a professional in the industry. It's something that you hear at Continuum Advisory Group uh, is core to what we do. Uh, you know, we're here to provide revolutionary innovation uh, and transformation to our clients. And so just, just from, the, from your standpoint, uh, what drives you, what really is motivating you to do what you do? Well, I, that is probably the the question that I really appreciate the most, and uh, and I I really mean that, Clark. So, what really drives my motivation to be in this industry is w- the benefits of what we that that we bring to our communities. And mm. I don't say that in a you know uh, maybe it is sentimental. Let me just say that maybe it's a little sentimental because I believe we bring so much value to our communities. Um, and, and I, I, the one thing that drives me is helping people understand what we do kind of behind the scenes, because we are kind of like the, if I was to use an analogy of theater, which I'm not part of, but I just, I just thought of it, you know, people that put everything behind, you know, the stage and the, the, the theater itself for you to have that great experience. It's kind of what we do. We bring this infrastructure to our communities and we just don't think about it that much. And, and so because of my, you know, being in, in industrial manufacturing, automotive, I was able to, to kind of say, Hey, I built, I worked on that project, which is that, that car on that road. So that was kind of fun. But as I, as I progressed, I've learned that, you know, engineers don't get that much recognition, to be honest. <laughs> that, that's my experience. Uh, no, like, I think you're right. I, think I like right. I don't know, doctors or other people that, maybe even lawyers that are more to the front of things and on stage. We're not, we're kind of more of the behind the scenes. So what drives me is to help our people advance. I love working with people. Number one, that's why kind of, you know, again, going back to being in sales is it's kind of just being around people and, and getting smart people together to provide solutions. I love that. And number two, I call it educating, but basically, uh, making people aware, the community is aware of what we do. It's something that I really um, like. And so if I can combine those two things, uh, you're going to have a happy Noé all the time. Well, that's fantastic. And, and you know, it's funny. I, I should have thought of that example before of the uh, the stage crew, you know, in a production versus the, you know, the construction industry to society. Because be- believe it or not, I was actual t- actually technical director of a theater for three years oh, uh, wow. in my early, tw- early 20s. Yeah. So uh, it's a perfect it's a perfect example. It, to some degree, we, we used to say that if if the audience walked away from the show knowing anything about us, we had failed. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> and I think that's that goes for the you know, for the most part. The average person, if they if they hear something about construction, it's usually not positive, right? That's very true uh, too. So that's that's fan, that's fantastic. I that, that was uh, it was a great answer. I, I um you know really helping the communities and help people understand what we do. Uh, that's, uh, that's fantastic. Cause I think that's, that's what's necessary to, for, for the industry, part of what's necessary to drive the industry forward, um, uh, is, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so that, that makes a lot of sense. So let's talk about CPX, what it stands for, you know, kind of what it is, and then we'll get more into the, the why and the how of CPX, which is the focus of the discussion. So talk, talk to me about what, what does CPX stand for? What does it mean? Well, CPX stands for Capital Project Exchange, and the gist of what CPX is is really an, a simple approach, but if you think about it, but it could be many things, but to, to simplify things is an online community 
for capital project professionals across the supply chain. And by supply chain, I mean owners, contractors, suppliers, academics, and students. Very important. Students as well. We want to include them. And when when I tell when I say online community, it can mean many things. That was kind of was trying to refer. Technically, it's kind of like a social network, mm-hmm. like LinkedIn or Facebook, but an online community has an overall purpose and a mission. Okay. And in this case, uh, CPX uh, wants to help capital project professionals individually to be more successful in their jobs. And, and by doing this, Clark, we strongly believe that our industry will greatly benefit kind of from as a grassroots initiative in many ways. For example, having a neutral place to talk real world capital projects um, where our construction, engineering, supply chain, and business minds can meet online. I mean, that's, that's very doable today. We do it for many different things mainly to brag and talk about <laughs> trips and things. But if you, if you focus on learning and sharing in a meaningful way with the right protocols and moderation, I think we can, it can be great. And we can give a voice to our capital project professionals, not only one-way communication, but also but two ways. You know, what are our, uh, the professionals within owner uh, organization, contractors, suppliers, academia, government? What are they thinking? What are their struggles? So we can better communicate uh, and, and collaborate for research purposes, for uh, collaboration itself. And, and last, I'll say, having a much more effective bridge between college students and our industry. Well, that's, that's fantastic. It's very, it's, it sounds like an ambitious project. So how did this whole, whole idea start uh, that, that's become CPX? And where, what, what problems are you, are you recognizing that need to be solved, uh, I guess, by CPX? Well, I'll give you two answers. And the first one, it will be short because you, you hit it on the head. There's, it's very ambitious, which can mean we want to do all these things. And sometimes you struggle to know where to start. Right. And, and this is a, an initiative that we're doing. It's not our full-time, full-time job. We all have day jobs. And I, I, we have been doing this as a team. And I can explain who that is right. in a minute. But we want to start by by kind of focus on the 2080 what is that 20 percent that will give us 80 percent of the impact so we're we're very close to starting that uh with that approach in mind now what we're trying to do the, why this got started is um because of one of the biggest problems that i've seen and that we face is what i call our industry knowledge bottleneck okay and i've been observing this because of maybe my again going into sales i was uh fortunate to to be part of what i call the one percent right and 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 observing that 99 percent, and this is not scientific but the vast majority of our people in our industry cannot attend industry conferences or events right and that's where most of our industry uh innovations that, that certainly the networking workshops you know about best practices technologies that's where people go and talk about them introduce them and so that bottleneck causes that only a few of us have an opportunity because of budget, title, whatever, because of what you do, you are able to see that, mm. get exposure to that. But our people doing the work, again, what I call the 99%, their heads down, doing project work, busy. They don't have time to, and we, the one percenters that go and are exposed to this, don't have time to go back and disseminate this thing. Right. And so that's one, the, the first part. In addition to that, Knowledge transfer 
continues to be a challenge in our, in our companies, in our organizations. We talk about it, uh, but it's not easy. And we, we have figured out different ways. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to say we haven't done anything, but because having people uh, to get together, connect, and share sounds great on paper, but it's not easy in real life. And so, uh, in fact, as part of our market research for CPX, which we have done in partnership with the Construction Industry Institute, CII, mm-hmm. we conducted a survey, Clark, which was developed by uh, the University of Texas, uh, Human Dimensions of Organizations, HDO. And we got responses from more than 600 people as part of our market research. And the number one interest was mentoring. Wow. And so just think about, we, we can discuss more, but just that's kind of how we got started, why I've been thinking about this. Now we have a team working on this and uh, we got an initial 700 people, uh, we call them f- uh, founding members, to get this initiative off the ground. That's fantastic. Um, you know, and, and I, I've also been lucky because of the, the profession I've chosen with consulting. I, you know, I, I practically live in, in these forums that you're talking about, but, but yeah, get it, getting that information out to people. And then, but you, you also mentioned something I think is, is at least as critical, if not more critical, uh, the networking, the exchange, the live exchange of information and ideas and the building of relationships that happens. How, how do you do that in an online environment or online community? Or is that something that you're, that you're figuring out as you go along? Well, uh, we have learned so much from those who are already doing it, like LinkedIn and Facebook and others. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways of doing it. Those are more, for example, Facebook is a personal site. It's more, at least for me, it's more for family and yeah. friends. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn is a professional site. And it's, it's more about, you know, kind of seeing what's going on and who's doing what. Yes. Um, and that's great. They have their place. But I believe there's a, we know there's a need for a more uh, industry-focused platform that allows you to learn. Uh, not just, you know, you know, the, the, the bragging sites, but also, okay, how do you solve this problem? How do you do this? And kind of ask for that, what I would call maybe uh, group mentoring or maybe also by subject matter experts. So that's our approach to this. Now, uh, granted, we have started with a LinkedIn group because we know we got to start somewhere. Yep. And we, we, we want to figure out who's interested, the early adopters, uh, and then ask some questions. So we establish a website to start asking questions in a survey, things like this to get us uh, to the right starting place. We don't want to rush this. We want to take our time to do it right. So when it starts, uh, it's, it's compelling in its format for people to share in a meaningful way. And we have a couple of ideas that I'm not going to say right now because we want you to, you know, people to <laughs> join and do it. Yeah. But It'll be uh, in, in ways that are moderated, uh, you know, confidentiality is protected uh, and led by subject matter experts and very importantly by retirees. That is a key aspect of what CPX wants to bring to the table where we re-engage our retirees, so valuable knowledge that we don't want to lose. We want to bring back and also engage our students. Well, that's fantastic. So talk, talk to me a little bit. Uh, those were, the students was something I had, I'd already it ticked off of something I wanted to follow up on. But this is, I think, the first time that you've mentioned to me the idea of engaging retirees in the process. I can, I can use my imagination you know, to, come, to think of why that would make so much sense. But, but what, what was the, how did that come to be and, and what, are you, what are you trying to accomplish with that? Well, a lot of this 
has been possible, let's say that way, uh-huh. uh, because of CII. Right. And, and the work of, of the Construction Industry Institute and, and some of the things they're trying to do or and have done. So when we were starting to see people retiring, we talk about knowledge, losing their knowledge, and how do we bring them back? So we always tried in different ways to bring them back to do consulting, to do even training, but it's so difficult because you need money. Right. And so, okay, if you want to bring him to give a talk, that's great. But then you have to bring him, pay him for travel. And we don't have a problem with that, but then it's so limited. It's only one hour, two hours, maybe a day, and that's it. Right. Then you go back and nothing happens. So that's when I thought, okay, we have so much technology today to do this online, like you and I are doing right now. Mm-hmm. It's another example. How can we bring our retirees and not lose them and keep them engaged where they can share their knowledge? And they want to do this. So if we can figure out a way, and CPX is one way, one channel, I call it, to communi- for them to communicate with those who are interested, um, and to, to learn from them, and you know, maybe even both ways, mm-hmm. that's how we want to bring our retirees to the table so they can help us in, 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 in what they do best, which is their area of expertise as a mentor, trainer, whatever. Now, subject matter experts, we call them those who are still working right. and that have an area of expertise they want to share. Uh, so that combination we think is going to be positive. Now, the students part, which you asked about too, yeah, is absolutely. that's the bridging that we have been trying to figure out for a long time. And some people are doing great things. I'm not going to say nobody's doing anything at all, but, uh, but uh, the difficulty is again, finding the right place, times and resources to make, to, to bring people together is, is very difficult. So if we do it online through existing technologies, um, I think we, it can be very powerful because students can bring new ideas. They can ask questions so we can better onboard them into our industry, which is one of the most difficult things that I've learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't figured out very well is how do we make them aware of what we do so we can make it cool for them to join or want to join and, and figure out what, who we are, what we do. Going back to the, the, what we talked about, you know, they don't see us. They don't think of us that often. So making sure they know what we do and how the great things we accomplish for our communities will make our industry more compelling to them, I am sure. And, and be, because of that, they'll want to join or at least learn more, intern, um, you know, give us ideas and, and ultimately be part of our industry. That's fantastic. So, are are you looking at uh, particular majors with in college, or is it more open? And does it include high school? I mean, what's what? How's that work? Right now, we're thinking more of the uh, at the university level, more more on the construction related, engineering related uh, majors, uh, at least as a start. Okay. Now, we have been working again with the University of Texas through CII primarily, and also. Um, we have been engaging with a couple of different universities, including the University of Alabama, who also did a market research analysis of some of the information we have gotten from our surveys to help us advance the ball. And they see the benefit uh, as well of, hey, we would like to help with our students, get them engaged. But, you know, and, and to be very, um, I don't want to say simple, but very more focused, uh, we want to start with, First, providing a forum for discussions, right? for conversations. That'll be our initial approach, to allow conversations in a couple different ways. I'm not going to say how yet because we want this to be 
a sort of a surprise, but join to have these conversations, ask questions, and be able to provide insightful information. We call it mentoring mm-hmm. uh, to people, and then those who participate and provide information, answer questions, etc. They'll be recognized for their contribution as well, which is one of the other lackings in our industry is recognition to the working level people or different levels, but not just the executives that attend conferences again, but are people who are not only doing our work, building a project, but also contributing to people learning and advancing their careers. That's fantastic. I think that that makes a lot of sense. So we've talked about this underlying problem of innovation and information, you know, getting stuck, you know, in different places, uh, you know, this bottleneck as you called it. And so now you're trying to create an online environment, an online community where it's just, it sounds like uh, you're pretty much including everybody in the industry, uh, an industry being capital projects. So at this point, you, you've got a, a, you know, quite a few people already uh, signed on. Do you have any early feedback on whether you're, you're kind of trending in the right direction in terms of having the right you know, kind of cross-section of the industry represented and those signed on, or, or, or how's that working for you? Yeah, we have gotten some great feedback uh, so far, and that's why we have been basically, uh, I don't want to call it perfecting our model because it's never going to be perfect, but at least trying to refine right. uh, what we call our, our initial phase. And we're going to go in beta phase next year, uh, likely second quarter of next year, uh, to, so people can join this platform. It's not going to be LinkedIn. I mentioned LinkedIn group. That's how we started, just to get people uh, to to join and, and provide that feedback as you talked. But it's going to be a different platform that uh, is different from LinkedIn, which is a very simplistic, great way to communicate at least, but is, um, it's not going to be our, our, our final platform now. As we move forward, we're going to be learning and adjusting, I'm sure, especially in the beta phase. But in, uh, we want to be very focused on, on discussions, meaningful conversations that, that help people, uh, number one, learn. Number two, solve, pro- uh, solve real problems. That's a, that's a key ingredient. And to learn from those who are doing it or have been doing it like the retirees. And, and again, we want to keep it, to your point, very diverse because we don't, we don't want to focus on, on only project managers or only this because that's where I think we're going again in the silos, which that's kind of how our industry functions today for, you know, because of the realities of our industry being so fragmented. Our supply chain is so fragmented because of how we operate, you know, confidentiality, all these things, which makes sense, legal things, legal liabilities and things. But in addition to that, our capital projects, as you know very well, uh, are increasingly more complex and shorter duration. So the time and money of our companies and our industry is always in short supply for them to provide real world learning opportunities, professional development to our people and for this knowledge transfer. So by bringing people from different backgrounds, we believe it's going to be even more beneficial. That's, that makes a lot of sense, and, and you, you talk about the fact that that the capital projects are are getting becoming more complex, more money's tied up in them, shorter durations, and that's that's absolutely true. And I think it does it does drive to some degree this this challenge you know, within organizations to to reinvest in training and development. Mm-hmm. But one of the other things that it demands uh, in order to be successful is collaboration inside and outside of organizations, and often across this entire value chain. 
you know, that, that, uh, that you're talking about addressing. And so I think it sounds like this, this type of environment would help to facilitate some of that collaboration and teach, teach collaboration to those that are, that are coming to, uh, to experience it. I mean, is that part of uh, what you're trying to accomplish with this? And what do you think of that concept? Yeah, absolutely. That is very much what we're trying to accomplish is that collaboration and training can happen in many different ways. Learning and learning is not just by training or presentations. It's, it's really the mentoring part that people are very interested in. I, I learn, this is why I believe in this idea so much. I learn so much through other people. I learn in groups. I don't know why, but that's kind of how I I function. I, I enjoy learning from people, asking them questions, getting to know them. And then you come up with solutions that you never thought of and because of and, and the collaboration part back to your point. Right. Now, uh, and that is one of the things that CPX is also trying to do as an entity itself is we want to connect and, and complement other organizations as well. Right. We don't want to compete to be very transparent. We don't want to compete with industry organizations or trade associations, we want to complement them. We are individual focused, uh, not company focused. And so if we, if you ask me for the vision of CPX, we want it to be the neutral platform for knowledge sharing in our industry where, uh, and one great example of that is, is of, of collaboration is CII, where they are a research consortium of owners, contractors, and academics. Uh, what I call the largest the world's largest capital project, R&D Lab. That's what I believe CII is. Right. And they have been supporting us. They understand the need for, for something like this. And so uh, in our market research, they have been helping us in this initial planning. So again, collaboration is definitely a big ingredient or component of CPX initiative. Well, Noah, this is a fantastic conversation. I really appreciate you taking your time to share your insights, your knowledge, and information about CPX uh, with our listeners, what else would you? What, what are the final things you want folks to take away from the conversation, so that so that we really get the right get the right message out there? Well, Clark, I would say a couple things. Number one, the the main thing is CPX is all about helping our people individually. I would say individuals at all levels, at, from all backgrounds, as we said, from uh, across the supply chain to learn, to share, and to connect. And that will, as we have seen, will help people to be more successful professionally. That's our main focus. Now, that's our, that basically the main, the main takeaway, I would say. Now, I would also uh, give an invitation out for people to join our LinkedIn group. That's how we have started. By joining, you'll be considered a founding member. And that'll be great for you to start connecting, be part of it, and give us your feedback and perhaps participate. And our website is cpxonline.org. By joining, uh, again, through our website and, and LinkedIn, uh, it'll be the best thing for you to be ready for our, our launch on the second quarter. By the way, I mentioned prior, for some reason, I, prior, I mentioned this next year. It's actually this year. I was thinking 2017 still. So we're starting the second quarter of this year. It will be great to have you guys join us as a founding member. Fantastic. It sounds great, Noe. Great job uh, on leading this new initiative called CPX, kicking off in the second quarter of 2018. And thanks again for sharing your thoughts and your insights about our industry uh, on our podcast with our, with our listeners. Clark, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Built Revolution pod brought to you by Continuum Advisory Group and the Construction Industry Institute. Continue the conversation on Twitter at Built Revolution Pod 
or email us at hello at builtrevolutionpod.com. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals being interviewed, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of the sponsoring organizations.